When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the show. Happy Sunday morning. In the studio with me today, I have Kathy Talbot and Susan Reum, sales reps with the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. On today's show, we have lots to discuss. We've been teasing um, a certain airing or the team being involved in a national television network's television show. So today we can finally give you some details on that. We're going to talk about the 10 biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. And I've got a fun story about uh, what the biggest or most popular Google search was this past Tuesday after Super Tuesday, after the US election hmm. kerfuffle there, or I shouldn't say kerfuffle, but all that stuff with Trump and Hillary. The so uh, the primary, you know, all that stuff in the States. I don't get how it all works out, but um, good morning, ladies. How are we? Good morning, Dan. We're great. Um, an interesting week this week? Busy week. Yeah. Busy. That's how we like it. Um, what's uh, what's happened? Sue, uh, how is your car? Oh, well, my car's fine, <laughs> but let's talk about my husband's truck. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Well, um, I didn't really believe him at first. I uh, came home. I called him, actually. I said, what's going on? It was about quarter to seven Sunday night. And uh, he said, oh, I'm just uh, in a hurry. I'm uh, heading to the arena. So um, I said, well, where's Christy, my uh, stepdaughter and uh, her boyfriend? And he said, oh, they're right here, but I got to go. So I said, oh, okay. Um, and I was uh, waiting um, for him to come home like I do all the time, obviously. And um, <laughs> couldn't wait for him to come home. No, and... Uh, 10 o'clock, he rolls in and he says, yeah, he goes, I just want to tell you something. I said, well, what's the matter? And he said, well, I backed up and uh, I hit Christy's car. No. So I thought, Christy okay, he's, daughter, yeah, yeah I, I thought he's okay stringing me along a little bit. Anyway, um, I said to him about 30 seconds later, uh, are you sure? Um, are, are you telling me a real story or what's going on? Are you just kind of stringing me along? And indeed he did hit the car. Because Tim is known to string people along. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. But he's no, quite he the joker. Hit the car. Yeah, he did. With his truck. With his truck. Yeah. And actually I'm probably going to be in a lot of trouble when I get home this morning. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's worth but it. That's okay. Yeah. But I, yeah. Anyway. So it's for entertainment purposes. So it's uh, it was well worth it. So everyone's okay. Nobody was hurt. Exactly. Except for the cars. Except for the cars. So we have a significant damage. bumper damage to the <laughs> truck and to the car. I actually feel worse for Christy. You know, yes. I really do because, uh, you know, she had a newer oh. car. and But we'll get it all fixed. Yeah, I know. But no more golf clubs. Uh, yeah, no more new clubs this year. No, no more golf trips for Tim yeah, this that's year. That's what I meant. Yeah. Trips, that's, yeah. all, that's all done. He will never live this down, you know. He won't. We had uh, we had our new co-op student, uh, Zach Bazaar, start with us uh, this week or last. Yes. It's been, um, the days kind of flow together anymore. anymore but yeah. um, I can't believe he stuck around. He's still around with us. Yeah, that's true. Yes. He is still around with us, and we like him. Yeah, he's a great Do guy. We? He's a great kid. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. He's a great kid. Great guy. We'll see We'll see how long he lasts. Apparently, he's, he's trying to make it till July, I believe, or June. June, July. June or July, I'm not sure, but hopefully he sticks around that long. We'll see. We have him working uh, a lot with uh, with Andrew, and I think eventually he'll come out on some appointments with you guys. And That's what I was just going to say. Right now, he's running around with Andrew, but wait till he runs around with us girls. Oh, yeah, then yeah. he's really in for a treat. We'll scare him right <laughs> out know. of this business. That'll be the end of that. Um, what else? Uh, 
Sue had a, uh, a fun story. Actually, I get a picture on my phone the other <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> Courtney sends a me picture, a picture. Yes. Now, for all those uh, who have sold a house in the past or who've went to, you know, to see a house uh, with a realtor, you'll notice we usually have a lockbox on the front door or on the gas meter somewhere that we can access it where the listing agent will actually put the key inside. And uh, we have our keypads or our phones. We have our passwords that we have to unlock the box with and it spits out the key. Um, and don't I get a picture um, this week from Courtney who's on appointments with Sue and it's of Sue trying to reach a lockbox at the type at the top of a of a light of yeah, a uh, of a light. Yeah, I go to great reaches for my clients. You sure do. Yeah, boom. But that's right. <laughs> but and, and for anyone who doesn't know Sue, she's not exactly six no, and a half feet tall. She's about three three five. Oh yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I had heels on that day too. Yes. <laughs> but. I'd like to know uh, uh, who the agent was that decided to put that lockbox 10 feet up in the air. I can't tell on you Isaac Burge. Oh, <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> was it Isaac? Isaac? Oh, it's okay. There was really, oh, it's a Isaac. power of sale. I couldn't, yeah. So it and? was, there was, a, <laughs> I'm trying to help Isaac out here. There probably wasn't many places on the outside. I got a of, message Isaac. I don't know. I, was, yeah. I, I said, Isaac, was there no gas meter? Was there no doorknob? Someone yeah. to put this at? I should send him reach. that photo. He might get you a should. kick out of that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you should. And Isaac's not that tall either. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's leave poor Isaac alone this morning. <laughs> boy, oh, boy. But it was, uh, it was a, funny, uh, a funny picture. Um, How did you reach it? What did you do? A ladder. You stood on top of so, Courtney. Yeah, Courtney <laughs> gave Courtney her Courtney stood on top of you. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, stood, yeah exactly. Um, one more quick thing to mention. Uh, the staff over at uh, Doobie's Home Center want me to mention that this Friday and Saturday, um, they're having a huge paint clear out um sale so friday and saturday um there's gonna be a huge sale on everything in the paint shop there at doobies in amherstburg 269 ramsey street um there you know we're clearing i shouldn't say that we are i you know we bought the place but we're clearing out everything that's in that paint shop to make way for new paint stuff fresh stuff perfect timing um, it is perfect Spring. timing oh my exactly. heavens Tim was so, painting today. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody out there looking to paint uh, during March break, um, you know, the paint will be on sale anywhere between 25 and 50% off. Um, you know, we have some old masters, stains, some brushes, some everything, anything you can imagine. That's uh, Kath making fun of my hand movements. I'm French. What can I, I say? I know. Um, so yeah. So uh, if you want any information on that, the sale will be this Friday and Saturday coming up. Uh, and uh, it's just to, to clear everything out and make way for new stuff uh, in the paint store there at uh, Doobie's Home Center in Amherstburg, okay? So um, when we get back, we're going to start talking about um, this H... Oh, I shouldn't say it. This network, the TV network that <laughs> the team appeared on <laughs> that we haven't been able to say anything about. Fair enough. Huh. Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Now, we've been talking for what seems like weeks and weeks. Uh, and, and actually, we haven't been talking about it really because it's been a big secret. But I have uh, on this segment here with me, uh, Susan Riom and uh, Monica Bundy, the home stager for the Dan Jemis real estate team. Now, ladies, again, we've been kind of teasing it for a little while. Yes, we have. Because we haven't been able to talk about it. No, it's but been 
On the QT. It's been on the QT. But we have uh, appeared, I shouldn't say we, because I had nothing to do with it, <laughs> on right. a TV show. It's about to appear on HGTV. Yes, it is. It's pretty exciting, isn't it, Mona? So exciting. Um, and for all those listening, uh, we can finally tease it. It's called Humble Home Hunters. It's going to be airing uh, Tuesdays at 10 p.m. That's right. That's what we have. Okay, so here's the description from the HGTV uh, website, okay? Where on earth can you buy a decent house for 150000 Humble Home Hunters takes us across Canada with new home buyers on a fun-filled journey to see what they can realistically own with a budget of around $150,000. Imagine yourself touring with them through three very different yet satisfying homes that hit a surprising number of marks on their wish lists. Do they have to settle for the fixer-uppers? Not by a long shot. Humble Home Hunters, people who find the house of their dreams on a budget. So... How does the Dan Jemis team fall into this show? Sue, why don't you start? Well, it was actually pretty exciting and unique. I received a page from the office um, saying to uh, contact HGTV, and I thought, okay, hmm, I wonder what kind of page this is. <laughs> Wait a sec. Is this a joke? Scam. Is this a joke? Yeah. Scammer, right? And then the CRA called. No. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> You've been uh, served. Yeah, I've been <laughs> served. And this is a, um, like, oh, it was after five o'clock, of course, uh, one night. So uh, obviously I called them back right away and uh, I was a little skeptic, um, but uh, they were doing a new show. Um, it was actually uh, the production company um, of HGTV. Uh, they were doing a no new show across Canada um, in a format of pick uh, one of three homes um, in the series. So kind of like uh, property versions. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. similar. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So I said, well, how can I help out? Of course. <laughs> and here we are today. <laughs> and here we are today. So uh, we've actually, um, Mona and I have been given uh, pretty um, strict instructions on making sure we don't give away a lot of information, but we can definitely talk about some of the stuff on it. So yeah, yeah. I, I think now, now we can talk a little bit more because uh, it, it will be airing, I think, um, the first episode is March next week. 8th. Yes, yeah. next and then Tuesday. Our, our episode comes on um, April 12th, so mark your calendars. Very important. April 12th. But, um, yeah, we had we had like a uh, disclaimers and everything that had to be signed. Contracts. Even say mm -hmm. the whole name, everything, eh? anything. Mm -hmm. So it was really um, top secret. So wait a sec. So they call they call the team. Sue answers the call, right. and Monica gets in here. How? Oh, okay. Can, so, can we talk about that? Yes, you okay. can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so anyway, so um, yes, yeah, so they picked three homes, um, and uh, they had said that uh, they needed uh, the homes staged. So naturally, first person who comes to mind is Monica. Yes. So I got in touch with Monica, um, and uh, I gave them her contact information, and uh, Mona, why don't you kind of fill it in from there? Yeah. Um, well, when I got the call, for, or when you called me, I was so excited. I'm like, you, you don't say no, <laughs> A, to Sue. Re yeah. uh, <laughs> and B to HGTV. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't say no. Silly. So um, so I was like so excited. And this all happened really fast. Like it was, you know, a Thursday to, you know, a Saturday. And then the week after we were already, you know, um, staging everything. And this is a full stage. Like it's not just move some furniture around. It was renting full furniture, everything from lights to light bulbs to dishes to dining room, living room, bathroom, kitchen, Bedroom. This is, this is like this is like a dream for you. This is yes. like Monica has a budget. Yeah, it's a big one. And go on stage. Right. And go crazy. Right. Yeah. And I picked everything that I liked. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 
<laughs> and of course, that's fashionable, and you know that that would appeal to the masses, of course. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that happened. Yeah. So you have to go find all these things to stage. You know, did you stage all three houses? No, no, no. Just, we okay. only did the one. Okay. We only did one of the three homes. Um, there were some other people. And so, <laughs> really, <laughs> I don't even know who they were. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah. I can't tell you. Oh boy, <laughs> she'll tell me after. So yes, the thirteenth. Uh, you say you had to literally stage this whole thing. So did you have to yeah. get furniture? Right. Yeah, we had to get everything. So, um, uh, sourcing out all of the furniture and everything, and sometimes, um businesses, local furniture places, they don't just rent their stuff out. Um, it's uh, very few places do course, that. Yeah. So um, I approached um, Coulter's and the room at Coulter's and the gals there were so great. And I'll just, I, I got to say, um, Paulette Nicodemo and Stephanie Evola, they were so helpful. I literally called them up because I was kind of uh, in a little panic. Like this had to happen fast. It wasn't like they could think about it, call a head office, you know, blah, blah, blah. Their head office is here. Coulter's is here. They're, you know, um, so any questions that needed to be answered, like right there instantly. Um, so they were right, right away on board. I kind of had to tell them how important <laughs> yeah. this was yes. and make them believe me that I need your help for this and it's going to be amazing. So, um, so we went in there, I literally picked Paulette and I walked through the whole store and their store is huge. Um, we picked out everything. I mean, like from vases to bowls to the little accessories, um, artwork, uh, again, like furniture, rugs, um, absolutely everything that you want to see in a home. So we got it all there. They, um, I don't know the timeline anymore, but, um, you know, we picked it all it out. It was quick. It was very oh, quick. Yeah. yeah. Five days later, they loaded it up all on the truck. Um, I think we, we put it all in the house on a Saturday, shot on the Sunday and tore it all down on Monday. You know, like craziness. I remember getting the phone call from Sue, who was panicked and excited. Yeah. <laughs> and Nick and I had the kids. We were at um, we were in Chatham at the uh, Imagination Movers concert. Watch out! It was, it was a good time. <laughs> I don't even know. What that is. It's a kid show. <laughs> and uh, and and uh, Sue was just beside herself on the phone, and I had to just calm her down a little quick second because you know. Imagine yeah. that. Oh I yeah, yeah, I know. Over the top. Imagine of, yeah. Sue excited. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't get excited very easily. <laughs> no, no, not at but all. But no, yeah. the, the timeline definitely was oh, super so quick fast, and everything yeah. just moved quickly. Yeah. But yeah. so all in all, it was a good experience. And, uh, you know, we're excited about what's happening. Mm -hmm. April 12th is the show. Yeah. Um, is this your first time doing TV, Sue? Uh, no, um, as I always say, my husband says I have a face for radio, <laughs> so this is going to prove him wrong. <laughs> well, yes, I, I think, think Tim would wrong, Tim yeah. would never say that. I no, can't no, imagine. no, no, no. Um, yeah. No, I've been um, I've done a little bit because uh, Monica and I used to work uh, for CTV. CTV, yeah, yeah, back in the back in a few years ago, back in the day. Yeah. I'll never forget um, Nick and I back in two thousand and nine. Um, we had an opportunity. We got tickets to. Um, Howie Mandel was do, was taping a new show for NBC, and he taped it at Caesars Windsor. Mm -hmm. Oh right! <clears throat> and um, he had uh, it was free tickets, so first come first serve. They were filling you know Caesars with these people to tape the show. We're in line, and Nick and I got picked out of the crowd um, to sit in the front row. Whoa. So it must be only special people sitting in the front row. <laughs> special, and yeah, yeah. yeah that's and you. <laughs> the producers were walking around just picking a few people out. And, <laughs> So we got picked. The show aired on NBC. Uh, I think it lasted a season. It was called How We Do It. 
I'm sure people, you know, uh, listening probably uh, heard about it or were maybe even in the audience at the time. And uh, Nick and I laughed because they must, it was kind of like it was a candid camera type show. And uh, so they would shoot back to the audience to kind of react to the the tape on screen, right? Um, And so you'd see clips of us laughing. And Nick and I laughed because there was probably, I don't know, 12, 14, 15 episodes that season. And I think they used us laughing in seven or eight of the episodes. <laughs> That's it was awesome. the funniest. They must have liked our reaction yeah. to whatever we, la- we were laughing at. But well, you um, never know what they're going to edit to, right? And what yeah, it's going to be neat to see the promos yeah. for the show. I think that's going to be pretty special. Just yeah. to see how and the final product. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because you know, for for uh, how, how did the, what do they say? Like, you know, twenty minutes of TV. Oh. It's mm-hmm. you, you have hours and hours of of um, you know video, and it's half on the floor or whatever. You well, know? and really, and literally, it was a whole. Was it one day or was it more than oh, one no, day? No, it was it was all of Sunday. It was it was yeah, a whole like yeah. literally from morning to night. Yep. Um, you know, it was a fabulous day. It goes quickly and. Yeah, I'm sure the episode will be all about you, right? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, it's Sue centric. She's a celebrity yeah. now. <laughs> don't you want more pictures of me and what I have to say? Yeah, and they kept Mo- saying no, and I couldn't understand. Move Why? over, Sandra Ruminato. It's uh, Susan <laughs> Reams in town. Yeah. yeah, I think it was the furniture and the staging that really did it. Actually, oh, it must have been. <laughs> well, how, how excited! We're definitely uh, we're excited to see that uh, hit the air. Uh, it's on HGTV, and you can find uh, information. Uh, online, if you just uh, Google HGTV Humble Home Hunters, and uh, you'll find it there. And again, you'll catch it on Tuesday, March 8th, is the first episode at 10 p.m. And uh, Sue's episode airs April 12th, 10 p.m. I'm sure it'll be, uh, we'll be able to find it online uh, on the HGTV website as well. Yeah. Once it's all done, uh, we'll be all over that. And we'll remind the audience um, beforehand that that's happening. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Uh, Monica, thank you for coming in this morning. Thank you. Back to bed you go. <laughs> yeah, <back laughs> oh, you guys know me say, so well. <laughs> oh, yes. Off you go. When we come back, we're going to have the, uh, the, news, the news break right here. And then we're going to um, some, do some tips. The 10, out, uh, I'll get this, the 10 biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. Perfect. What do you think, Monica? Any guesses? Uh Outdoor living space, for sure. Ten patio. biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. Outdoor bars, outdoor patios, outdoor living. I think everybody's heading outdoors. Yeah, you're right. And whatever's included with that. Dan Jemis, real estate team, home stager extraordinaire. Monica Bunny. There's our predictions for the top 10 biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. We'll get to that right after this. And we also have uh, a fun story uh, near the end of the show that I'll tell you about. A very quick, uh, quick story. What do you think was the most popular Google search after Super Tuesday with, uh, with Trump and, uh, and Hillary being big winners uh, this past week? So what do you think the biggest Google search was after uh, Super Tuesday? It would be very fascinating, and I think it's, uh, it was very interesting for me to, to see that, okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, Now, the 10 biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. Now, this week aside, it's felt like spring. It's been awesome. Can I take (laughs) a guess at one of them? No. Come on. (laughs) All right. Monica already guessed. Okay, what's your guess, Kath? Uh, Outdoor kitchen. Like a complete kitchen. Okay. Well, let's see if you're right. Okay. Let's see if you're right. 
I don't know. Um, I spend a lot of time. I spend a lot of time outside. I don't know. I I like all of the things. I don't know. Maybe um, maybe lighting. Let's say lighting. Lighting, lighting. Okay, so we got kitchens and lighting. And Monica's guess was what? Was she? Well, she mentioned everything. outdoor. Ki- she cheated. She said everything. Okay. The 10 biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. First, we have finery underfoot for creating a truly luxe living space. An outdoor rug is a must. Carpets made in weatherproof materials have been proliferating on the market for a few years now, but this season's crop offers more colors and patterns than ever before. Throw one down to create instant style on your covered porch. I think that's, you know, people have been using outdoor rugs for a long yeah, time, I've but I, they're definitely coming with more designs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, remember they used to, oh, you, you're too young, but they used to have just the green and the brown. Yes. That was it. And it was like plastic turf. <laughs> and it would all spray at the edge of the, at the edge of these steps after a while. That reminds me, have you ever seen a house around here with turf uh, instead of grass? No, I, I have. I have once. Yes. Yeah, I showed a home once. Yeah. If you go to uh, you know Nevada, like Las Vegas way, and you mm-hmm. start you know driving out in the desert, they often have turf mm-hmm. for grass, and mm-hmm. you know, other places, California, I'm sure has a lot of it too. I've never seen it here except there was one time I showed a house and it had turf. I said, "This is brilliant." You don't have to cut grass. It would cost a fortune, though, I'd imagine. No weeds. No weeds. Mm-hmm. It never turns perfect, brown. Yeah. Don't have to water it. That's Although you look pretty ridiculous in the winter, probably I would think. I don't know. Until it gets Maybe not. Snow. It, yeah. It's just because we're conditioned to four seasons in snow, right? Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, Andrew's in studio with us this morning, and he's he keeps putting the microphone in front of Sue's face because apparently you're not talking into the microphone, Sue. Well, I've never been accused of not being yes. heard before. Yeah, I know. You're always Goodness. very, very loud. But uh, <laughs> we're getting you. Next, we have compact gardens. Thanks to some new products on the market, even the tiniest urban balcony can produce enough veggies for a summer's worth of salads. Vertical gardening co- contraptions can uh, that can be hung on a wall or tucked into a corner are a space-saving, low-maintenance way to grow food and flowers and add beauty to a small outdoor space. I like that I can idea. see why that'd be a trend for 2016. Sure. Um, we love gardening. We um, doubled the size of our garden last year at our house. And although I don't have that much to do with the garden because I'm never home, um, Nick and the boys... Uh, love to go and pick the veggies, and um, we have strawberries in there. They're not coming out as much as we wanted to, but I find strawberries take a few years, though. They do, yeah. Raspberries too, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a garden, don't you, Sue? Or well, no, you guys kind of share a garden. You guys you... kind of cut it. Uh, no, well, we did have one with uh, Monica. Yes, with Monica. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, it, it got uh, um, weed whacked last year. M- lawnmowered. What yeah, did they get? Lawnmowered. <laughs> yeah. Cut it. Yeah, they cut it down. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, well. Um, we always get tons of cucumbers. Like, cucumbers and tomatoes, and I hate tomatoes. And so I always tell Nick, like, really? We have to put tomatoes in this garden? The kids love tomatoes. Nick loves tomatoes, I guess. It's only fair. The first garden I, I ever planted as an adult, I planted sweet corn. I was so excited. <laughs> and my neighbor was a farmer, and he was laughing his head off. And I thought, what's the problem? I've got this beautiful <laughs> corn popping up, right? Well, I, I planted it so close together, like it literally was like dwarf corn. It, was, it barely grew. And the whole neighborhood laughed at me for years and called it Kathy Corn. Kathy Corn. <laughs> I love it. Oh, boy. Okay, the next thing. Now, listen, Kath, listen up. Next one is outdoor kitchens. Ha-ha, do I win a prize? 
no, because Monica guessed it first. Uh, have been <laughs> have been trending for a while now, but in 2016, they'll become even more elaborate. Forget just throwing a steak on the grill. You'll be able to roast a whole chicken in an outdoor convection oven or make pancakes at sunrise on a built-in griddle. Oh, that would be fabulous. I love to cook outside. We uh, have our barbecue out. We use it three, 365 days a year. Us too. Do you guys have gas to your barbecue? Oh, yeah. We'll oh. Oh, yeah. It's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Eh? Yeah. I feel sorry for all the neighbors around us that have to go and fill their propane tanks all the time. It's, the, it's, it's worth the investment of just putting the gas to the barbecue for sure. For sure. Uh, next, countertops for all climates. Another trend showing up in outdoor kitchens are work surfaces that can stand up to any kind of weather. Super tough engineered stone from companies such as uh, Decton won't fade in the sun or wear down from the rain. So they're ideal material for an outdoor work surface that will look good as new for years to come. So, Dan, let's put a nice outdoor kitchen on our on our roof patio that hey, all of us are planning. We could. Although if it keeps leaking like it has been, we're going to have a problem. Susie, <laughs> <laughs> quit yeah. watering the garden. Uh. <laughs> oh, we could do all of this. We could have a little garden up there too. What a great idea. We have so much time to garden here on the team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could donate it. You know, think back to our, every time we mention this, I think back to our old office where, um, whose idea was it? Kath, to have plants out in front of the building? Yes. Yes. they're beautiful. Oh, they were oh, great. God, they were very, they were very beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so Nikki goes and buys these oh. planters and these, you know, bases for them. Yeah. Well, the problem was the whole team is too busy to be watering plants. And so they didn't last very long. And so we'd all come in and we'd all complain that, uh, you know, the, these, these plants were dying. I know that did become a problem. Yeah, it sure did. But, uh, so I think we're going to give up on, uh, on the plants. Next we have couches and coffee tables. The term patio furniture conjures up metal or wood tables and chairs, but the newest example would be at home in the coziest, cushiest den. Thanks to advances in waterproof fabric, manufacturers are offering plush sectionals and chaise lounges with coffee tables to match. I can see that. Can you? Mm-hmm. Do you... Now, Kath has a gorgeous gazebo. I'm just looking on my on my list. It's not... A gazebo is not in here. But um, you put a gazebo in a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And you spend a lot of time in your gazebo. Well, mostly after 10 p.m. Because I'm usually working till 10 p.m. <laughs> when you get home. But I do love my gazebo. I do. And you... I have nice furniture like that in there, too. And I have a rug on the floor. Wow. <laughs> they just need a kitchen. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, okay, next. Where are we at? Uh, da, da. Creative lighting. This was Sue's. Oh, bing, bing. There you go. That's right. LED lights can be produced in just about any shape and form. And that's opened up all kinds of possibilities for outdoor illumination. Look for wireless lamps in interesting shapes, glowing orbs and cubes, and gorgeous string lights that last much longer than the old school versions do. Yeah. Now, LED lights, they're right. They come in all kinds of... I guess the price is coming down in the last little bit, eh? Mm -hmm. Because they were expensive Mm -hmm. for a while. They last forever. Yes. Um, We put LED lights in our office... And uh, as pot lights, and your typical pot light is quite deep, you know, up, up in the ceiling. LEDs are a couple inches thick. It is pretty cool how much space they, uh, they save and they don't get hot, mm-hmm. right? And they cost nothing to run, which is pretty cool. So LED lights, uh, they are definitely becoming the new big thing. 
Well, I like lighting because it's such uh, such the uh, an ambiance, especially yeah. if you've got people over in the evening. You can stay out a little later. Um, yeah, it's really nice. You got to be careful um, how you mix your bulbs, though. You know, because yes. you don't. It looks really funny um, depending on how the light. And I find those little um, solar lamps that people put in their yards aren't always the best. They don't last no. very. They don't very bright. I haven't found one that really works yet. I have to disagree. Oh. I love my solar lamps. I have a lot of them in the garden. I've had them for probably four or five years, and most of them are still working fine. And listen, if any if anybody, you get a lot of time with them at 10 o'clock at night in your gazebo. <laughs> right. Well, we have to trust her word, don't <laughs> we? Yes, we do. Because I'm in bed by about 8.30. So Nick and I are long sleeping by then. Uh, next, color your world. Trellises and gazebos traditionally have been painted white or left in their natural wood tones. To give your landscaping a look that's very at the mo- uh, very at the very of the moment, very of the moment. Never heard of that. Very of the moment. Have you heard of that? No. Uh, brush your structures with an eye-popping color such as lemon yellow or neon pink, and paint a few chairs to match. Cat, there you go. Let's go neon pink with your gazebo. No, no? I wouldn't paint my gazebo. But if you drive around, you'll see a lot of nice lawn chairs now. And they're all different colors. They're all the beautiful lime greens and the yellows and the reds. There's a lot of them. They're really nice. You know what reminds me? We're, we're going to start actually carrying at uh, Doobies is the uh, chalk paint, where you paint your furniture, uh, tables. That's the newest, the, the newest, coolest thing. And people have been asking us at the store uh, for chalk paint. So we're going to start carrying it the uh, next couple of weeks. Do you know, Kathy, does Kathy have a question mark on your face? No, yeah. I know what chalk paint no, is. No, you're, not, you're thinking of um, probably... Um, like the walls the, that you can Yeah, draw. the black the black chalk uh, chalkboard paint. It's not chalkboard paint. It's a whole different... Um, there's big fat brushes and you just make it look... It almost looks antique and rustic oh. when you paint furniture or old uh, tables or, or whatnot. It's pretty cool. Well, there we look go. There's Tim's summer project since he won't have any golf clubs. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> uh, next up, heat-tolerant blooms. Chalk it up to global warming. But gardeners have been demanding flowers that can stand up well to hot, dry conditions, and growers have uh, responded in kind. When pursuing the garden, uh, per- per- sorry, perusing the garden center this spring, keep your eyes open for new varieties of uh, marigolds uh, and roses that can stand up to harsher conditions with minimal fuss, requiring less watering and uh, dead heating. We could use it for office, less watering. They're better for the environment, too. Any comments there? No, nothing. Next, prettier, <laughs> which is like great, prettier edibles. The trend toward mixing vegetables and flowers in a single bed has a long tradition and has been uh, revisited in the past few years as homegrown food is making a comeback. For 2016, garden centers will be offering edibles that are also eye candy, pink striped celery. What? Rainbow colored tomatoes. What? And more. So they'll they'll blend even better with flowering plants and shrubs. Have you heard of that? No, never. I've no. How do they do that? I know they plant. You know, you plant flowers like uh, every other row or something to encourage pol- like pollination, I guess, or something. Pink striped celery, rainbow colored tomatoes. Huh. We'll have to uh, look into that. Uh, drinks on wheels is last but not least for the ten biggest outdoor trends set to dominate 2016. Drinks on wheels. Sue, so this is for you. Yes. You're, you're nodding. Pretty, uh, you're pretty can, excited yes, about this. I, think this. I think I've seen these before. The bar cart was the trendiest item in the living room in 2015. In 2016, it makes its outdoor debut dun, dun, dun. right here on the Dan Gemma Show. <laughs> Look for retailers like Crate and Barrel and Ikea to introduce weatherized versions of the rolling refreshment stations this spring. 
and look forward to drinks, cocktails uh, all summer. Isn't that pretty cool? That's that's going to be a big hit, I think, for just about everybody. Huh. Yes, I too. think that's fabulous. No, because you're making well, notes there on your paper. <laughs> just what wrote down uh, IKEA. How yes. do we spell that? No, <laughs> yeah. just teasing, teasing. Yeah, no, that'll be great. Yeah, because uh, you got to get the kids to run to the beer fridge, right? So, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not going to happen anymore. Mine are getting to that age there where it's just about ready. Start sending them off to the fridge to grab uh, grab some drinks. But okay, there you have it. When we come back, we're going to look at some uh, featured listings uh, and we'll talk about some buyer wants and needs and on t- uh, after that, we're going to talk about uh, an article I found actually uh, this week after Super Tuesday um, with, uh, you know, the big winners coming out as uh, Trump and uh, Hillary from what I'm reading and what I'm seeing in the news, um, uh, Hillary Clinton. But the the biggest thing that I found, the really coolest thing was what do you think the biggest search um, term was on Google the night of uh, Super Tuesday? We'll get to that. Right after this on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. You're in the right place for the best real estate advice in Windsor, Essex. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Back to the show with your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Now, uh, in just a second, we'll get to you the cool story that I found. Uh, very interesting, actually, about the top Google search um, that uh, was done after Super Tuesday, after the big uh, outcome with Hillary and Trump. But first, before we get to that, uh, we want to talk about some featured listings and some buyer wants and needs that we have on the team, which we always like to cover. Uh, who wants to go first? Sue, want to go first? Oh, sure. Okay, what do you have? Uh, some listings? Well, yes, I do, actually. Um, I've got a piece of property on Grandin uh, in LaSalle, yeah. vacant land. Um, so if uh, that one's listed at 84.9, it's 60 by almost 115. Okay. So, uh, yeah, g- give us a call and I can give you some more details on that uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of great listings coming up. Um, so uh, one on Westcott, 1840 Westcott. Uh, that'll be up next week. Uh, and that's listed at 123.9. It's a bungalow. Uh, with three bedrooms, one bath, and a garage. Uh, so, yeah, that uh, show's really cute. Uh, be great for a first-time home buyer or retiree. Uh, and I also have another one coming up on Central, too. Um, and that uh, is a bungalow as well. And I'll have some details, uh, some more details on the price on that one. But that has been beautifully renovated. Okay. Beautifully. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Um, any specific buyer wants and needs that you can think of? I know we have buyers... Um, all kinds of buyers looking for mm-hmm. all kinds of things throughout Windsor Essex County. Uh, anything specific you want to mention? Well, Dan, as you know, the county's always yeah in uh, in great demand. So I've mm-hmm. got lots of buyers who are looking for some property out there um, in larger homes. Um, and South Windsor, um, high on the list. I've got a buyer, uh, Taz, out there that's uh, looking for something anywhere between one eighty and two fifty. Um, and I've got. Uh, Trevor uh, and his uh, girlfriend M, they're looking for a place, uh, county or Windsor, uh, right around 150, 160. Um, so uh, just to start uh, uh, them out as first time home buyers. 
Um, and uh, Tawny is looking for a place uh, as well. And she's not afraid of renovations. So um, uh-huh. they are very, very good uh, at taking a home. And uh, um, they've done power of sales before and bank sales, which, you know, we've got, we see those every every now every and again. Now and yeah, not, not as that much as we common. used to. Eh? Yeah. Yep. yeah. But uh, they have no fear in uh, doing that. And actually, they enjoy it. So, um, yeah. So if, uh, if you know of anything like that, um, yeah. And a lot of great first time home buyers. Yep. Interest rates are still awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, Sue. Kathy Talbot, uh, sales rep with the team, is next. And uh, Kath, which uh, which listings do you want to uh, to mention? How much time do I have, Dan? I have as lots of things As much time as you want. You know, uh, <laughs> next up is Sunday Morning Live. We'll just cancel that show and we'll keep on going. Perfect. So, yes, go for it. Uh, we have a new listing at 309 Broadway in Bell River mm-hmm. for $159.9. Very affordable on a 125 by 200 foot lot with a detached garage. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, three bedrooms plus one in the basement. So that's getting lots of uh, lots of action already. We're listing one today on Karen Avenue, 718 Karen. A great curb appeal, nice two-story uh, brick. It used to be a duplex, and they opened it up to be a single-family residence, but very easily could be turned back to a duplex. So hmm. it's a great investment house. It shows wonderfully. It's one nineteen nine. Okay. Uh, we have a brand new listing on Boblo. Boblo. Yes, we have a condo on Boblo, and it's for two twenty nine. Very affordable, also, and it shows like a dream. Two bedrooms and two bathrooms, glorious views up and down the river from every room in the condo, and there's a wraparound balcony. So that's that's really awesome as well. And we have a sprawling ranch in Tecumseh at three forty eight Brighton. And this is a very unique house also. It's right on the canal, so you can bring your boat and your uh, sea-doos, and it's got an in-ground pool. The whole house has been redone. It's got a gourmet kitchen, cathedral ceilings. It's really, really sharp, and that's 538000 How cool. Any um, specific buyers you want to mention? I have lots of buyers. Yeah, I know. They're looking for all kinds of things. Um, I have a lovely retired lady, Barbara. She actually moved out west a while back and thought she would love it out there to Vancouver, and she wants to come home. So we're looking for a townhouse for her in South Windsor, up to about the 250 range. It's got to be a ranch style. She doesn't want any stairs. Uh, So that's pretty hard to find, actually. And uh, Susan is looking for a home in South Windsor or Central Windsor, up to about the 250 range. She'd really like it to have a garage. And she's uh, just by herself. She's a single mom, so she doesn't want it to need a lot of work. Okay. Uh, Something that shows really well. And Nick and Kathy are looking in LaSalle. South Windsor too, but basically LaSalle, up to the 400 range. So we're trying to find them something. And Liz and Tyler, like Sue said, are looking in the county. Um, I've got a few others as well. No close neighbors, outbuilding if possible. Um, some are up to the threes range, some are into the fives range, uh, but we need some county properties for sure. There we go. Okay, thank you, ladies. Now, um, I've been teasing this story since the beginning of the show. After Super Tuesday, uh, where the you know the, the outcome was that that is looking pretty promising for Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Uh, to have the nominations, but there's still lots more to go before uh, before that that uh, that wraps up. But Google searches for one phrase hit an all-time high. Now think about this: we're a real estate show. It's going to have something to do with real estate, or else I wouldn't be mentioning it on the show today. So get this: Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump were the big winners in the Super Tuesday primary races on the road to the White House, but the results seem to have left some people feeling like the entire United States is a lost cause. 
if Google search data is any indication. According to the Google Trends team, searches for the phrase move to Canada reached their highest point in search in the search engine's history when eclipsing the previous uh, peak in November of 2004 following the re-election of President George W. Bush. In a chart posted to Twitter on Wednesday, Google itself speculated that it is the success of Trump more than Clinton that is inspiring people to consider their migration options in the wake of a highly unorthodox election cycle. Trump won seven state contests on Tuesday, on Super Tuesday, as did Clinton. Others might look at the data and conclude that Google's base of users is overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly made up of uh, Democratic supporters. But isn't that fascinating? That's really interesting. Well, if they want to come to Canada, they can just call us. I was going to say, we're we'll right next to Detroit. Yep, we'll, we'll, we'll find get them a over. place. And Dan, I want to say good morning to somebody. Yes, sir. I want to say good morning to Bernadette. She's awesome. She said she wakes up to her radio at 7 o'clock every Sunday morning. She doesn't even get out of bed. She just lays there and listens to our show, and she loves it. So thanks for that, Bernadette. Yes, thank you, Bernadette. How cool is that, eh? Well, there we go, ladies. Thank you for joining me in the studio this morning. Always great to have you with me. We will uh, be back again next week with lots more. And again, if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, give the Dan Gemma's team a call. Uh, We can be reached uh, by phone at 519-566-5565. Or visit our website at danjemis.com. See you all next week. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.